Hey everybody, how are you doing tonight? What is it? It's a Tuesday night. We're doing FMTV weekly on a Tuesday night. Something a little out of the ordinary. It's just you and me. But it was a, a fortuitous time to maybe think about doing a, a Tuesday night show because some news dropped today. So we're going to talk about Pozuelo today. And of course, you know, I put in the title because I was, as of this morning, I was prepared to just, you know, bitch and moan about Iguain, and we can still do that. But, uh, you know, now we have some, some fun stuff to talk about with uh, Pozuelo possibly coming to, or from all accounts, definitely coming to enter Miami. But anyways, join me tonight in the chat. Uh, it's just you and me, so we'll go as long as, as we feel like. As long as you're active, we'll keep it going. So get live in the chat. We'll say hi to everybody in just a minute as you start piling in, uh, start saying hello. And, uh, and, and, and while we wait for you guys to pile in and get in there, let me find my little Canesware image. So everybody needs to go to Canesware. Canesware, man, Canesware had a great sale this weekend. If you did not follow us on Twitter, you should be following us on Twitter. And, and then also we should be following um, Canesware on Twitter as well because they had a 25% off discount on all Inter Miami gear at their store all weekend long. So go to there now. The 25% deal is over, but they still have great deals. Great, um, great... Uh, <laughs> I'm seeing some of the uh, messages. Some some great uh, uh, prices there on all your Inner Miami gear. So go to go to Canesware. All right. So I'm seeing a few people just popping in the chat again. If you if you already were in the chat before, I didn't see it. Let me actually maybe I should just pull up the the old uh, YouTuber thing uh, here on uh, on my phone too, so I can see some of the people that may have been in here um, before. Uh, let's see. And let me find the show. Here we go. I just want to, uh, see if I missed anything here and here we go. So this, on this show, just FYI guys, we're also like we have been the last couple weeks. We're also, um, you know, broadcasting on Facebook and all the, all the, all the other kind of places. So Facebook, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, this was kind of a, a, a surprise. I mean, I, doing the show tonight, Ed and I kind of talked about it over the weekend, um, thinking, you know, everybody wants to spend their time with their family on the 4th of July. So um, you should, you should, you know, everybody should do that. And then, you know, we'll just do a makeup show for everybody. Anybody that wants to join in and we'll do it today. Um, and I, it looks like Joseph Jeem uh, was just noticing that he got some notifications. And that's, that's a thing, too. Hit those, hit those notifications. Hit the, the bell icon so that you're notified anytime we do a surprise show. You never know. We could just decide if there's news or something. We could just decide to do a show and pop in and talk about it and hang out. So make sure you like and subscribe and hit that bell notification and all that. All right. So, so far, we only have a few people in the chat. But, uh, you know, everybody, if anybody else is watching, please say hello. And uh, we've got a new Weissman in here from... Up in Atlanta, I said it to you since I met you at Drive Pink. What did you say to me? Oh, you said to me about Iguain. I'm sure that's what you're talking about. And uh, Joseph Jeem is in here as well. He says his notification just popped up. Bruno Panizo, as always, and everybody's favorite photographer, Chris Arjun. Also, I'm messing around with different lighting and different camera today, just playing around with some different stuff, so it might look a little bit different. I might look 
washed out. I don't think I have the lighting just right um, either. Doofster is in. Happy 4th to you as well. So, news came out today that uh, Alejandro Pozuelo from um, Toronto is is going to be leaving Toronto and coming to Inter Miami. So apparently we're paying $150,000 in TAM money and uh, you know to rent him for for the year, right? Cuz his his Pozuelo's deal expires in uh, the end of this year. So he actually from what I was reading, he wanted to renew in Toronto, but Toronto has other plans. Toronto's going like all Italian. They're they're getting you know, they got two Italian players, they're going for a, a third it sounds like. So they're 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 going for that in, a, a Italian um, you know look, but um, one world one goal just pops in. Peter's on the fifty five inch TV looking good. All right, well thanks. Um, and yes, I hope we hope you had a good fourth as well. So Pozuelo's the number ten we've been looking for. Maybe right? What do you think? Let let me know in the chat. Also, you can you can leave a voicemail. As soon as I find the phone number. And you can leave a voicemail at 786-474-4435. A little clunkier today when I'm doing it all by myself. Uh, Ed is, he works nights on the, during the week. So that's why uh, he, he rarely could do a weekday show. And the Monday show that we did that once so far, we'll do it again, the Nerd Show, uh, uh, he happens to get home a little earlier so we could do it at that time on Mondays. But so anytime you're wondering, where's Ed? If, if we do a weekday show, that's where he is. That's why. And, uh, you know, I'm here. I'm always here. I don't leave my house a whole lot other than to see Inter Miami games. So, you know, I'm ready, always ready. But, um, what do you guys think? Tell, let me know in the chat. What do you guys think of, of Pozuelo? Um, I think it's a good deal. I think it's you know for for the for the amount of money um, uh, that they're paying, they're not you know he's going to be a DP, so that that uses up the um, uh, DP left by um, uh, Matuidi. Couldn't remember his name. He's been gone so long. So that Matuidi DP spot will be taken by by Pozuelo. And Pozuelo's had a good year. Uh, I was reading, I think he's got four goals so far. He's, he's playing well. So we're getting, he was, he's the 2020 uh, MVP player of the year in that whole kind of, uh, you know, shrunken season that they played up in Orlando. So he did well. Uh, so I think it's, it's, it's a steal. So I was actually, while I was looking around and stuff like that, I saw um, there's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom Bogert, he's a um, a uh, MLS insider type of guy, and he posted this this lineup potential eleven for Inter Miami. So I would maybe make a few changes to this, but this is a possibility of what our lineup could look like. So I would take out uh, Mabika and put Ryan Saylor in there. Um, you know, if if if. Uh, Sailor dips a little bit. You throw Mabika back in there, but Sailor's been solid, so I would keep him there. Uh, and then, and then we're talking Mata, Gregory, Pozuelo sitting on top of them, with uh, Lasseter on the left, uh, on the right, and Vasilev on the left with Kampan in the middle. The, the guy I feel bad for in this situation is Bryce Duke. Bryce Duke, I think, is 
has been playing so good. So good to where I'm like thinking, okay, I got I got a, a, a jersey. I want to put a name on the back. Maybe I put Duke on the back. I mean, a young, uh, young Stark, you know, growing into his own. He's the one that would suffer in this in this lineup. But, I mean, you could put him on the wing in, in, in place of, say, Vasilev or something like that. Uh, but this also sees that Ryan, um, sees, uh, you see uh, Taylor, Robert Taylor is not in this mix either. So, uh, it, it, you know, Bruno Panizo chiming in. I would start Gibbs at left back and start McVeigh at left center back. Mm, I still like Sailor. And Gibbs hasn't shown enough. I mean, he's hurt all the time. I'm ready to say goodbye to Gibbs. I think I'm tired of all the old guys. I'm just tired of all the old guys. Now, Pozuelo's 30, so he's getting up there, but he's still got years left in him. So he's still, he's still um, I think, young enough. Um, one world, one goal is asking. So is this dude a good fit? We will find out. People saying Chris Henderson looking like a genius move. So that's why I think it's a good move because, you know, they're renting him basically for for a se half a season. So if he plays well, if it fits well, then you know we we go ahead and and sign him, uh, re renew his contract because for everything I was reading, he wanted to renew his contract in Toronto. So that means he wants to stay in MLS. And Miami's not a bad place to live. I mean, Spaniard guy, he, he'll he'll fit right in down here. So um, Jet Pancake thinks it's an amazing signing, actually incredible. So, and what I like about this lineup too is there's no Iguain, and that's really where my mind was while I was watching the game yesterday, is how he just standing around up there, just walking around, standing around, not doing a whole lot. I didn't see him get too too frustrated, so he's holding his emotions in check, which I liked, but. Uh, you know, I, right when I saw the lineup for the FC Dallas game, I saw the lineup come out and I thought to myself, they're not trying to win this game. They're starting Iguain. They're not even trying to win this game. No effort. Because he puts in no effort, really, at this point. He, you know, just complains. And, and then I think, okay, let's, he should move back into the 10 role because he's, he's older and he could still pass. And even then, he sometimes screws up. So... And, and if you think about it, if he was in that game at the end, and I was while I was watching this, I'm thinking to myself, would, you know, the, the goal that Campana scored, would Iguain have scored that goal? Because Taylor did all the hard work, and, and, and Campana just had to be in the right place and finish it. So would Iguain have, have scored that goal? I, I, I lean towards no, because I don't think he would have been in the right position. And, and the team just looked better, looked, everything looked better when he came on the, on the field. So, and then, and, you know, I, I need to see Duke out there more too as well. Exactly. Bruno is saying, nope, he would be 20 yards back. Exactly. He'd not, he, would, he would be trailing. He would not be uh, um, in position. We've got a voicemail. So let's, uh, I'm going to lean on you guys as much as you want to contribute. As always, whenever, and this is your show. So let's, you know, I, I'm going to, especially when it's just you and me. Um, I can ramble. We all know that. But, uh, you know, in these cases, uh, I need you. So call in 786-474-474-4435. I can't read. All right. Let's go to a, uh, a voicemail here. 
Hey, what's up, Peter? How are you? This is uh, Doofster calling in. Uh, I'm actually on my way from the airport here in Fort Lauderdale going home. I had the pleasure of spending uh, 4th of July up in Nashville. Uh, I was there with my parents, and um, I invited my dad to go to the Nashville-Portland game, which I was extremely impressed by. I, we went there, we were wearing our Inter-Miami shirts, and we had so many people um, you know, talking to us about the team and about Iguain and giving us their their opinions. But one of the things that struck me the most was the stadium and how beautiful and packed that stadium was. And it kind of made me a little jealous, I have to say. Uh, I think one of the biggest problems of, of the ownership group at this point is how to bring back the, the Fairweather fans of Miami. And of course, that's what's getting results. But we had such a up and down last three years that I think it's driven away a lot of the fans. And um, I'm very interested to see how, you know, with all the sanctions, how the ownership can, what what they can do. I think having Campana in is fantastic because he's becoming every day the, the star of our show. Um, but it'd be really interesting to see if we can start packing and filling that stadium up again. Anyways, happy 4th of July to everyone, and uh, thanks for having me. All right, great call. Thanks. Not, love hearing somebody uh, new. I mean, Deucer's in the in the chat all the time, but new to calls. So thanks. And uh, listening uh, while while driving, I like it. I like it. Uh, so yeah, fill in the stadium. So I knew. So you know, my my buddies Ed and Julio, the three of us, for years, we kind of behind the scenes did what we could to work on bringing an MLS team to South Florida. At times, I lost faith. Julio never lost faith. Julio Caballero, he was the, uh, the, the main founder of Southern Legion. And, uh, uh, but we would always get into like little arguments about, how, how, you know, will we pack the stadium? And I think my Miami brethren um, you know, always felt like, we get a team, we're going to fill it. And I kept always saying, well, hold, hold your horses there. We don't fill any stadium, really, for any sport, for that, for that matter, uh, unless they're winning every game we have very fair weathered fans uh to you you could always the argument is always that there's so many other things to do in south florida but i don't know i call bs to that because i i, I hear nashville's great and there's a lot of good things to do there as well so i i you know i call bs on that but there are fair weather fans maybe it's the fact that it's such a commuter you know or not even commuter but a a uh, so many people moving from to South Florida for so many different areas that, uh, you know, wh whether it be from different parts of the country or different countries themselves, they, they all have their own allegiances to their other teams. You know, so many times like I, I see this guy re re reporting about Pozuelo and apparently he just reports on a lot of soccer. Right. And so and, and he's just getting all this hate from people that, you know, not about so much Miami as much as just MLS. Ah, uh, you know, you lost me at MLS. Ah, so you've got a lot of people like that still too, which stinks. But obviously, it's not a league-wide problem. But down here, we have so many people. I think that they feel like they know football better than everybody else, and they're only going to go and support the best of the best. And so, if we're not winning, they're not showing up. And now, some and again with my two buddies, that we have this continued argument that that they feel that well. When Miami Freedom Park is built, they will come. I don't know if I buy that either. I mean, baseball fans aren't going to, to uh, Marlins Park. 
Now, I know that's got its own set of problems. And I don't think it's so much an ownership problem. Is there things that the ownership could do to get more fans out? Maybe. I don't know. I do know that they kind of look at things and they think, well, part of the reasons that people aren't showing up is the gas prices. That may play a part. So I hear a lot of kind of what I, you might consider excuses. But um, it's, it, I, I always knew we would be middle of the pack to the, you know, to, or, or, or just un, lower middle in, as far as attendance. But we've been damn rock bottom which stinks. It's, it's really, really bad. Um, Bruno is saying only the Heat games would get packed when we had the three Kings. Those were great times. Yeah, I went to one game. I've been to one Miami Heat game ever in my life. And, I, and we did have all three of the, of the, um, the three uh, big, big name players at that time. So that was a lot of, a lot of fun to see. Going back to Pozuelo, Richard Greenberg, who is in Toronto, says we are getting a great player. How do you feel, Richard, about losing him? Because there's their their plan on bringing in another um, player. Um, his, his you know uh, Bernadeschi is the player that is is rumored to be going to Toronto to fill that spot. How do you feel about that? Is that a nice upgrade in your opinion? Uh, it seems like most people feel that way, but. Again, I think he might be who we need. Jay Kingdon, oops, from Inter Miami CF podcast checking in, and he is happy about the uh, the pick. Pozuelo, Pozuelo, yeah, and I'm sure I'm gonna butcher his name from time to time. And apparently, uh, uh, reading in the chat, there are there is a large Italian community in. Uh, Toronto so and yes uh, apparently Pozuelo is not in uh, Bob Bradley's plans so he's got to go and again we're getting him we're getting him I think fairly cheap 150,000 not bad Bruno chiming in again saying the only thing I'm worried about is being height challenged if Pozuelo and Duke start yeah, I mean, he's, he, that was the one thing I remember seeing uh, when 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 Toronto came to town. They had you guys had a, a few short guys out there. You had that uh, I forgot his name, little blonde guy that was real short out there, just zipping around and stuff. I think I think it was I think that was Toronto. Um, anyways, you had a few short players out there. Doofster with a question, question, and this is. And this I heard from a Nashville fan. They think Campana will be going back to Wolves after this performance and after the World Cup. He asked me if Miami could buy the pass. Thoughts? So they do have an option from what I understand. But, you know, they still got to come to terms. And I think if Campana plays in the World Cup, we're not getting him. So as as much as you want, we like want him to do well, I'm kind of rooting for him to 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 not get chosen for the World Cup because it, it makes him a lot more affordable, and 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 you know, I we definitely need him back. I mean, we're, we're we if if they don't if they, if he doesn't come back, then 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 uh, they need to find some other big signing. But what's great is he's you know he's the right fit for the at 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 this time, and we we know he's working so. Uh, J 
Jay, Jay jumping in again, much needed. Number 10, phenomenal move by Hendo. So that's the thing I was talking to my wife about is that so often with this ownership group, they don't really look within the league. They look within the league for kind of like your role fillers, you know, some of your, your maybe some defenders or, or, or some, you know, people to fill the gap, depth. Right, that's really where they'll look within MLS. They don't really look within MLS so very often for game changers. Um, they always want to go and get the big name, flashy signing. And this is a signing that knows MLS, and there's value to that. This guy knows the league. He knows what it takes to. He's played four years up in Toronto. He know he knows the ins and outs of the league. He knows he understands the travel. I mean, he gets it. So, and he's a solid player. So I think there's real value in just, and, and, and Henderson knows that. Hender, that's the kind of thing Henderson did uh, in Seattle. So yeah, I think that this is definitely a Henderson move for sure because the previous regime, and, and I think the ownership, I think the ownership tends to just want to go for the glitz and glamour of the big names. And I am, you know, uh, you know they're still want to bring in a, a, a player like that for sure. All right, looking at the chat again. <laughs> Richard Greenberg saying, yeah, they are short because Insigne is uh, short too at 5'4". Dude, is short. All right, everybody, give a call. 786-474-4435. Have you, uh, going back to what I call the name the show, because again, when I created the thumbnail this morning, I had no idea about um, Pozuelo. Uh, have you given up? on Iguain. Funny thing, as I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, I was in the team store at the stadium, you know, the bigger team store, the one on the west side. And they had a whole bunch of new t-shirts that that had a, a number 10 Iguain on the back. So it was like a t-shirt. I, I didn't even really pick it up to look at what the front looked like. I assume the front was just a logo or something like that on the chest. Maybe I didn't look at it, but he had the uh, you know, Iguain on the back and number 10, it was t-shirt. They had a whole bunch of them. This is something new that they bought, they brought in. And I thought, I took a look at this and I just said to my wife, well, that's a waste of money. Who's going to buy those? So unless you're just an Argentinian and you just want to support your guy. Uh, but are you guys with me? Have you given up on, on Iguain? For me, he's now just come in off the bench. And, and coming in off the bench, not removing necessarily Campana, but you know, let them work together. I, I you know, I, I did, that did happen once this year and I liked it. <clears throat> All right. What else are we talking about in the chat? Chris Menendez is asking about thoughts on passing on Gareth Bale. So I, I, I heard Neville said that they passed on him, but I've also read reports that he chose LA, that he wanted to go to LA, you know, so that, you know, there was a lot more business opportunities and things like that for him out there. So I don't know. I don't know how much of it is a pass and how much of it that's was his decision and and then you know Neville says, ah, oh, we pass on to save face. I don't know, I don't know. But it would have been nice to see Gareth Bale in in the pink shirts for sure. 
Something to be uh, concerned about. Richard Greenberg says Bob Bradley wasn't a fan of Pozuelo's defense. So that's a, that could be a concern here too. But luckily, we you know have Gregory in the midfield who can who can uh, and and uh, Mata who could both play that defensive role um, in the midfield so that Pozuelo doesn't have to do as much. I'm curious how is Pozuelo's attitude, Richard? How is he, how is his because that's the thing with uh, Iguain. He's his attitude sucked. So how is uh, does he uh, pout when uh, people uh, you know screw up the pass or, or don't don't make the play that he's expecting him to make? Ed says he agrees. Listening to Henderson, he makes it sound like Inter didn't want Bale. Yeah, look at that. Ed's listening in while he works. Um, yeah. I don't know. But again, I read some articles where it said he was, you know, you never know. You never know where these uh, where what where the truth lies. At the end of the day, he's not here. We got to work with what we have. Do you guys feel that having Pezuelo uh on the team with the lineup that we have with Drake Callender lighting things up in the in the goal? Who who expected that? I mean, when Drake started coming in, uh, you know, in games, I was like, oh, God, because he wasn't good. But he really is coming to his own. So with his lineup, Iguain, you know, playing a supporting role, how do you feel? Do you feel confident with that lineup that this team can get into the, um, the playoffs? Is Pizuelo the, the, the missing piece? I think he, it could. You know, it'll be, you know, and look, if they make it to the playoffs, all, all the Neville haters are going to have to shut up because he's not going anywhere. Michelle Kaufman, uh, according to Jeff Pancake, did say they were in talk, so I'm not sure if Chris or Phil was genuine. Richard is saying his, um, as far as Pozuelo's attitude, it's pretty good. I don't remember seeing him as a problem during games. Good. Happy to hear that. Happy to hear that. Bruno is saying he agrees with me. Iguain is only effective enough to close out winning games for the final 15, 20 minutes at most, whether he likes it or not. He might have great soccer IQ, but can't run anymore. Yeah, I mean he's he's when he's on the field, I know I was watching, I was I'm I'm keyed in on his body language. I watch Iguain's body language more than anybody. I just want to rag on him, I guess. I just want to pick on his body language. And uh I see anytime uh the defenders for Dallas touch the ball, he's just telling his team, like, go this way, go that way, go this way. So he's he's trying to coach on the field, telling everybody else what to do, but yet really doesn't do it himself. As he's walking around. Uh, so uh, I agree. Final 10, 15 minutes. And he, he had apparently complained that he wanted more playing time. Yeah, well, we all want it, but you're not showing it on the field. And he's got to, deep down, if he looks past his ego, he's got to know that. He's been in the game long enough. He's seen other players. He was the young, hungry player at one time. He's got to know that he's at the tail end of his career and just enjoy it then. Be the role player. Be the coach behind the coach. Be the cheerleader. Use your experience in a positive way to support your team. Show them what a true professional looks like on his way out. I mean, we've overpaid for him, but 
So this is another thing. Uh, yeah, I read it, and Jay's hitting on this. Join a team on the outside of the playoffs. This is about Bale. Or join the best team in the league. Bale wants to win trophies and play with talent to prep for the World Cup, and L.A. is one of the safer bets. So that was the other thing, uh, yeah, I was, I was reading uh, about as well. Same thing is, yeah, he wanted to go to a team that's, that's winning. He, you know, he's, he, he's, he wants to get a lot of playing time, but not just playing times. He still wants to win. So he wasn't coming here for a project. So I, 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 that's why I, I, I kind of, I, I don't know if I buy the whole we passed on him. All right, looks like we got another voicemail. One world, one goal left a voicemail. Richard is speaking uh, about Pozuelo. That last season was tough on him, out of shape, went through a bad divorce, and his family was in Spain. He looked much better this year. Unfortunately, didn't fit in Bob Bradley's system. So, yeah, I've heard he's, he's been playing a lot. He's playing, I think, more in the wing, though, right? And um, So... All right, so let's go to the voicemail. Hey, Peter, and where's Uncle Ed? I know he's got to work, though. Actually, I'm over in Sarasota. I had to watch the game on Twitter while I was watching Downton Abbey, the movie. You know, that's like up there with PBS. This is Italia, by the way. So I actually don't really have anything to say. I've been, I had like a major travel, hectic running around stuff, but I hope everyone had a wonderful fourth. And yes, Peter, you do look very handsome on this beautiful brand new 55-inch TV that I had to take over and tell everyone that we have to watch this now. And I got a new tablet, so I have you on like three devices. Um, oh, by the way, I did enjoy that nice little zipping around kind of run in the 89th minute, but apparently I didn't miss too much with the game except for I did see the goal and Ray Hudson looked like he really enjoyed that one. And uh, anyway, Diego's been at 17. Got to bring him up. He's doing great. The, he put out a whole new video for the um, escuela that he opened up that school in Spanish, Peter. And he opened up his own little school at Miraflores, which is uh, about a 103-year-old park, the most historic park in Medellin. You should know where that is because you go down there once in a while. And um, so it's like a factory for making fantastic soccer players. So football, as you know, it's called. Okay, so we love you guys. Love the show. Talk to you soon. Have a great week. Ciao for now. Yeah, no, I don't know that park. I don't know that park. I, I do need to get back to Medellin soon, though. So I just put a chat in the chat. <laughs> I put a chat in the chat. Um I forgot to mention, I wanted to ask you guys to do something. That's not showing up on my comment thing. But hopefully you guys see it in the chat. Uh, we've been nominated for an award. And I think you all need to vote for us. Just saying. It's the least you can do, as Ed might say. So I think every, everybody, for the month of July, you have this month to do it. But So every account that you have, every email account, every whatever account that you have, go to World Soccer Talk. And go go to the World Soccer Talk. I should actually uh, uh, pull this up. And let's let's go to World Soccer Talk together and show what you should be doing. So here's World Soccer Talk. This is our buddy's website, and uh, that had no nothing to do with us being nominated, but uh, but regardless. So, where is it? 
Oh, this is, I should, I should have, I, I have it. See, the thing is I have it saved on, oh, here it is, World Soccer. No, here it is, World Soccer. So go, World Soccer Talk Awards. Go there and scroll down. And you're going to see Best Fan YouTube page. You're going to want to click on that. And you're going to want to vote for Football Miami TV. I already did. We're getting killed right now by some English Premier League um, uh, YouTube channels. So we need your help. We need to, we need to uh, win this or at least put in a good fight. Right. So, I mean, we're up against like I know like Arsenal Fan TV's got like, I think, a, a, over a million subscribers. Right. So so it's an uphill battle for us. But everybody here needs to go and vote. We've only got 12 votes. Not a lot of people voting on this, but uh, it's great. Uh, uh, send a lot of traffic to World Soccer Talk. So that's always good to, to um, help out World Soccer Talk and our friends there. So go and vote. Thank you, Bruno. Bruno voted. So yeah, it was a nice honor. The best fan YouTube channel for 2022 were nominated. So all right. Uh, Bruno is again, uh, he's talking about uh, better runs from Rodriguez, though, and he's learned to trust his teammates and pass them the ball quicker. I, yeah, you know, coach keeps talking about how, how uh, Emerson such a, got so much talent and he's just very, very raw. And yeah, you see, sometimes he makes these great runs and does a really good job, but he gives the ball away too much. So time, time will tell. Um, and Chris Menendez is asking what the link is. Let me see if I can chat it again. Chat the link, paste, boom. See if it'll pop in, if you guys can see. I'm in there as uh, my other account. Let's see if it'll pop in there for you guys to, to click that link. <clears throat> yes, Bruno, you should go to Medellin. Medellin's a great place. I need to probably go there in the next couple months. Um, we're hiring a bunch of people over there, so I need to get over there and, and do that. All right, so guys, I think I might start wrapping it up. It was a lot of fun tonight. Uh, we complained a lot about Iguain. We, we were excited about Pozuelo. Um, I'm just curious when they're going to make that, make that uh, official. No official comment so far, but everybody's tweeting about it, so it's got to be right. And uh, oh, one quick thing is is you know the the you know we're we're going up. The 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 um, team is playing Orlando this weekend, and so Orlando just uh, got beat. What? How many goals was in that game? Like an eight goal game. Um, I'm looking for that. I, I I was I was I didn't watch the game, but I saw the 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 ticker talking about. Yeah, they just lost to DC United. Uh, five to three, and DC is at the bottom of the table. DC is 13th out of 14 teams, and so uh, either Orlando had a really bad day or they're ripe for the picking right now. So it's a good time to play Orlando. They could, uh, you know, they, they could be vulnerable right now, maybe. Um, so Inter Miami plays up there. Hopefully, a lot of you guys are going to go drive up there uh, to Orlando to see the game. Uh, 
go with one of your either of your favorite supporters clubs, whether that be Southern Legion or um, um, Siege or Vice City. Uh, those are the the three that I'm uh, that I'm I'm familiar with. Uh, one world, one goal is saying someone called the game Sun Pasico. That was cute. Uh, yeah, that's all right. Thank you, Aldo, for voting. Share. Share it on your social media. Tell everybody, vote for FMTV. So what are the predictions? Chris Menendez is asking predictions for Saturday. So I think on this channel, I, I, I think we always go safe with because uh, we want Inter-Miami to win. And so I know Ed is a fan of two to one. And I feel like that could be realistic. Two to one, maybe. Can we score two goals against uh, Orlando? I think we can. If 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 uh, if DC can score five, we could score two. Bruno prefers Sunshine Classico, and he agrees two one. I think that's the most uh, popular vote for people in general. When you're picking scores, I think most people go with two one for your team, right? So I, yeah, so I think we could win, and then and then the um, you know the next uh, couple of games after that. So um, eesh, where am I doing? Uh, ta -da -ta -ta. Let's go to Inter Miami real quick. Look up the schedule. I know we play Philly. Um, schedule. We play Philly on Wednesday coming up soon. I do. Uh, and scroll, 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 scroll. So we, we, we you know, Saturday we're, we're playing um, Orlando. Then we come back home on, on the, the 13th against Philadelphia. And then three days later uh, at Drive Pink, we're playing Charlotte. And then three days after that, we're playing Barcelona. How many people going to see Barcelona? You guys all get your Barcelona tickets? I'm going. I got, I, uh, I got my seats. Ah, oh, it's MRG is uh, asking right what we're talking about. What's our opinion on Barca versus Inter Miami and Charlotte versus Inter Miami? So we should beat Charlotte. I mean, you just should. The guys over there, Charlotte, you got to if you're not if you haven't gone to Charlotte, um, although they are ahead of us in the in the in the standings. If you haven't uh, checked out, what is it? Uh, uh, CLTFC. Fan TV, something like that. I was on their show once. Um, good guys, go check out their 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 YouTube channel uh, over in, in Charlotte. It's just a hard a hard uh, name to remember for me at least. So uh, and then and then uh, uh, so I think I think we should be win that. And then and look, Barcelona game is just fun. It's just fun to see a big name club in your in your in your uh, stadium. We're gonna lose, but as long as they have fun. And and uh, we we you know see that, that I, that's the the night you're gonna see. Doofster was talking about seeing that stadium packed. That's the night you're gonna see the stadium packed. The Barcelona game. Expensive seats though. Expensive seats for everybody. All right, everybody. Uh, here it is. Yes, CLTV. No, Fan TV. Okay, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, good guys though. Go check that. Check out their YouTube channel, and uh, um, I'm sure they'll talk some smack about Inter Miami in the upcoming um, week or two. And and uh, sounds like Chris Menendez might be going to the game. 
So anyways, hope to see everybody out there at the games. I'm going to, I think, check one more time. Nope, no more calls. I'm going to wrap this up. 40 minutes. That's good for a solo show in the middle of the week. Thanks, everybody, for, for playing along and joining uh, in with this chat. It was a lot of fun. Um, and we will see you uh, next week. So please like, share, and subscribe, and make sure to go to worldsoccertalk.com and vote for Football Miami TV. Tell everybody to vote. And also, if you're interested, this is a little bit different, but Ed and I had fun, and I know the people that joined in had fun on next Monday, we should be doing our nerd show. So check for that. So Sunday, we'll have FMTV weekly, and then we should have our nerd show on the Monday after that. So two, two nights in a row of me and Ed coming at you. Some different topics, different kind of stuff, but having fun with you guys. Um, and, and so check back then. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for hanging out, and I'll see you next week.